When it comes to family vacations, there are a million different trips you can take. You can get your own trip to Texas. Or if you prefer a vacation from your family, you can always get your own leave the kids with grandma trip to Texas. So go to TravelTexas.com slash get your own for the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time consuming and difficult. That's where One Travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online, via app, or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com slash music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One Travel. Grammar Girl here. Recently, a listener named Joy had a question about writing a flashback in a work of fiction. She wrote, I'm writing a story in the past tense, and I've reached a scene where my protagonist recalls an event that happened further in the past. The story within a story runs for about a page and a half and starts with, I'd had a few drinks. Should I continue the whole recollection in the past perfect or shift to the simple past? I want to be sure the past of the main storyline and the earlier past of the recollection don't blend together and confuse the reader. This is a great question, so I asked guest writer Neil Whitman to talk about techniques authors use to take their readers from one point in the past to a place even further in the past. He'll use examples from two novels he's enjoyed. Joy is right that you can use the past perfect tense to show a flashback. The verb phrase, had had a few drinks, is in the past perfect tense because it begins with the past tense of the helping verb have, and then has the past participle of the ordinary verb have, to give us had had. The past perfect tense is very useful for showing a shift away from a time in the past to a time even further in the past. However, for an extended flashback, you might not want to use the past perfect tense for the whole thing, for a couple of reasons. First of all, some readers might find it distracting. Second, what if you need to do a flashback within your flashback? If you're already using the past perfect tense, it's difficult to use it again to show an additional move back in time. So what do you do? Let's see what the author Tim Powers did in my favorite time travel novel, The Anubis Gates. Don't worry, I'm taking my examples from chapter one, so there won't be any spoilers. In this scene, the protagonist Brendan Doyle is on his way to meet a mysterious man named Darrow, who has offered him $20,000 for services yet to be named. In the next example, notice that the verb phrases was hurrying and told himself are in the past progressive and simple past tenses. On the other side of the fence, a uniformed guard was hurrying toward them. Well, you're on it now, Doyle told himself. At least you get to keep the 500000 retainer check, even if you decline his offer, whatever it turns out to be. At this point, there's a blank line in the text showing a change of scene. Powers then uses the past perfect tense, along with the phrase, an hour earlier, to shift to an earlier time. Doyle had been grateful an hour earlier, when the stewardess woke him to tell him to fasten his seatbelt, for he'd been dreaming about Rebecca's death again. 
The verb phrases had been grateful and had been dreaming are in the past perfect and past perfect progressive tenses. Powers also uses the simple past in when the stewardess woke him because he doesn't need the past perfect in every clause to show that the time is still an hour earlier during the airplane flight. In the rest of the paragraph, Powers uses the simple past tense to describe Doyle's nightmares. This frees up the past perfect tense to shift us even further into the past as needed. For example, near the end of the paragraph, Powers writes in the simple past tense. Generally, he was able to force himself awake. But then he switches to the past perfect again, this time to refer even further back to an earlier part of the flight. He writes, but he'd had several scotches earlier. The flashback continues for four and a half more pages, using mostly the simple past tense, with an occasional past perfect to reveal a few events that occurred in the days and weeks before Doyle's journey. The flashback ends as the plane is touching down. Then Powers resumes the story at the point where Doyle is standing outside the gate as a guard comes to let him in. How does Powers show that the flashback is over? Visually, there's another break in the text, which prepares us for a scene change. In addition, he mentions some of the important items from where we left off, writing, The guard unlocked the gate and took Doyle's suitcase from the driver. To see how a different author handles an extended flashback, I'm now turning to the novel Reemdi by Neil Stevenson. Again, my example comes from early in the book, so there are no major spoilers. Coincidentally, this example also involves a plane flight. The character of Richard Forthrast is looking down at the neat squares of farmland. Listen to how Stevenson uses the past perfect tense to put us into the flashback, talking about Richard's old friend Chet. Richard could never look at them without thinking of Chet. For Chet was a Midwestern boy, too, and had grown up in a small town in the eastern, neatly gridded part of South Dakota, where he and his boyhood friends had formed a proto-motorcycle gang. Stevenson continues to use the past perfect tense to describe Chet's activities for four more sentences. Now listen to how he slips us into the simple past tense just in time to tell a dramatic story. One evening in 1977, he had been riding south from a lucrative rendezvous in Pipestone, Minnesota. It was a warm summer night, and the moon and stars were out. He leaned back against his sissy bar and let the wind blow in his long hair and cranked up the throttle. Then he woke up in a long-term care facility in Minneapolis in February. Stevenson begins with a past-perfect progressive tense, had been riding and then takes advantage of a sentence that doesn't contain an action to make his move to the simple past. It was a warm summer night. After that, all the verbs are in the simple past, leaned, let, cranked, and woke up. In this way, Stevenson's freed up the past perfect tense to give us a sub-flashback to explain what in the world happened that landed Chet in the hospital. Listen. As was slowly explained to him by the occupational therapists, He had been found in the middle of a cornfield by a farmer's dog. It seemed that this nocturnal ride had been terminated by a sudden westward jog in the section line road. Failing to jog, he had flown straight into the cornfield, doing something like 90 miles an hour. 
then Stevenson has to take us out of the flashback, describing the accident, to the main flashback, where Chet's recovering in the hospital. Here, Stevenson continues to use the past perfect tense, but the context makes it clear that we're back in the primary flashback. He writes, the recovery had taken a while. Interestingly, Stevenson takes a different approach than Powers did. For the remainder of the flashback, which goes on for several more pages, Stevenson continues to use the past perfect tense, with occasional uses of the simple past to show states or habitual actions. However, when we finally pop out of the flashback to Richard's airplane flight, Stevenson uses the same technique as Powers and many other authors. He inserts a break in the text and reminds us of where we left off. The first sentence after the flashback begins, Turning his attention back to matters inside the plane, Richard resumed reading the Terrain Gazette. So, to answer Joy's question, to some degree, it's a matter of personal writing style, whether you use the past perfect for your entire flashback, or look for an opportunity to ease into the simple past tense. If your flashback takes up an entire chapter or section of your book, you'll definitely want to slip into a more comfortable past tense. But for flashbacks of several paragraphs or several pages, styles differ. Even so, there are a couple of areas where our sample authors and other authors I've read agree. First, if you need to do a flashback within a flashback, it's easier to do if you've managed to shift to the past tense in the main flashback. And second, when it's time to exit a flashback and return to the main narrative, insert a break in your text and help your readers out by giving context clues to remind them of where you're picking up the story again. This podcast was written by Neil Whitman, who blogs about linguistics at literalminded.wordpress.com and is a regular columnist for the online resource Visual Thesaurus. I'm Mignon Fogarty, author of Grammar Girl's Quick and Dirty Tips for Better Writing. That's all. Thanks for listening. When you visit a state as big and diverse as Texas, there are a million different trips you can take. Let's say you've got an appetite for whitewater kayaking. You can get your own. So this is why they call it Devil's River trip to texas or maybe you have an actual appetite i'll take a pound of brisket six ribs uh, three links of sausage and a, a piece of pecan pie trip to texas go to traveltexas.com slash get your own for the only trip to texas that matters yours travel is great but planning for travel can be time consuming and difficult that's where one travel comes in with one travel you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online, via app, or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com slash music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One Travel.